So this morning, um, we're, we're taking a journey together into a discourse not very very different or strange or but very familiar familiar territory very familiar territory we are looking at the subject of grace. God help me. Uh, the subject of grace. And uh, we have titled it My Grace is sufficient for you. And uh, as you can see, it's a direct extract from the Bible scriptures, from the Bible verse. My grace is sufficient for you. We also welcome all those that are joining us online, you're welcome to the service. Let us get in and uh, hear what God has in store for us. Talking about the grace of God for our lives. And our lives, you know, that life encompasses literally everything. But our lives has a beginning and grows, goes on and develops, has no end because uh, the end of our lives is in Christ. And because Christ is alive, so we live. And when we've done the portion of life on this earth, we simply graduate to continue life uh, further on, on the other side with the Lord. So our life has a start, but our life continues to grow from uh, one degree to another, one level to another, one setting into another, and uh, circumstances uh, change, assignments take on different turns and shapes. Today you have uh, this perspective, the next day that is ex perspective just expands or takes a twist, all that. It's life. That's how we live life. But uh, there are times when we get um, uh, are stuck. I'm trying to run. I was trying to run away from that word. Stuck. Or sometimes it's just for just our making because uh, a certain positioning feels comfortable and we probably have what we have uh, are defined as uh, this is this is it, right? This is it, and so we 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 make that place, and then and then the Lord would say to Israel, 
You have been in this camp, on this mountain, too long. Break camp. Correct? Break camp. Because there is a more ground to attain to. So in all that, I would like us to consider and see how that by God's grace, we would at every moment when change must happen, be able to see it and, uh, and, and change at that time. And when we must be addressing certain issues, um, we, under grace, be able to address those issues in a befitting manner. Reverend Yorinda, in a befitting uh, manner. There are several ways of doing things. And there are many, many, many ways of uh, saying things. But not all those ways are always good and beneficial. Sometimes you say something to someone, and they were like, ah, the way he was talking to me. You see that? It's a good thing you have, but on how you carry it and transpose it, it may change meaning. And so let's look how grace plays in our lives. Hallelujah. So let's go to 2 Corinthians chapter 12, 9 and 10. But he said to me, what did he say? My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. And so then what? Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses so that Christ's power, everyone say, Christ's power. So that Christ's power, what about Christ's power? May Rest on me. Weakness. Power made perfect in weakness. Oh, what? If if then if power is made perfect in weakness, then truly. It, it is it's something then to think about. Because I want that perfected power resting on me. Resting on me. That's what Paul is saying here. So, so, so how? My grace is sufficient for you. Let's, let's go back a little bit and just dig up. We'll come back to, to those, to answer those questions. 
it goes back into Hebrew. The first use of the word grace in the Bible goes back right to Genesis. In chapter 6, verse 8, talking about Noah. You know what was going on at the time? There was a, it was chaotic. There was just everything going wrong. People were just living their life in the way they wanted. Every person just lived the way they, they wanted to live. And, and God had made up his mind to clean the entire world, take out all wrongdoers, clean, take out sin, take out every vessel that was corrupting what he had made. And then you, you run into Genesis 6, and the one who was painting down this writes in verse 8, but Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. But Noah found grace in the, in the eyes of the Lord. Grace? Noah found grace? Oh, someone say, Pastor, one minute there. I, 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 I thought that in the Old Testament, we're talking about the law and uh, grace and truth in the New Testament with Jesus Christ. Uh -huh. uh, yeah, yes, we are. But the subject of grace is twined in the whole entire scripture from the very beginning right through to the time of Jesus and his, his death, resurrection, and ascension. And to, to date, the grace issue is for us. So there's a place when everything is going wrong in this, in this time of Noah. Everything going, going wrong. The Hebrew word, we'll put all those things for the scholars, all right? If you're like, wait, how does it look like in the original language? There it is. Just pick it up and go and read further. When everything is going wrong, at a place of where everything is going wrong with the friends, everything is going wrong. You turn this side, it is, it's not uh, what it's supposed to look like because every person, you and me, you will know when something is wrong. You will be able to know because God placed those sensors as he wired and engineered the human being. He put the sensors to be able to tell this is not correct. This is right. This is, this is not right. Whether, uh, wherever you are, as long as you are a human being, we have those sensors. So when everything is going wrong, imagine Noah. 
Everything around him is reached uh, that, that, that level. The stench is overpowering. And God is saying, I, I can't have any more of this. I'm ending it here. And as he's taking his stock to just know where to, where, to, where to place which missile. Talk about missiles. He turns this page and he finds Noah. Looking at Noah again, there's just something different about Noah. Despite the corruption, Noah etched out a life of righteous standing. Did you hear that? Despite the challenges, Noah was able to live out a life that God said, I'm pleased with that. So, so what are we saying? There is no excuse, my brother, my sister, to blame a life of unrighteousness on circumstances around you. You can find a way. Because what does scripture say? God makes a way where there seems to be no when it is all muddy everywhere, four by fours are getting stuck. Believe me, your Corolla will pass. Yes, give it up to the Lord, for the Lord. Your Corolla will pass because it's not only you driving. Driver Jesus is right there with you. You can find a way to live righteously in all situations and in all circumstances. So the Hebrew word used here to define grace is indeed that one, hein. It's, 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 uh, it's, it's a derivative, hermen, is often translated as to be gracious, all have mercy. We'll run to all those words. To be gracious. Gracious. Having mercy. What is the Greek meaning of the word grace? Charis. In the New Testament, the word translated as grace is the Greek word charis. Defined as graciousness, gratifying, of manner or act, abstract or concrete, or concrete, literal, figurative, or spiritual, especially the divine influence upon the heart. I love that. Especially the divine, divine influence upon the heart. That's the way it carries, translated into that. It's a, a divine influence 
upon the heart. The grace of God. The grace of God touches the heart far more than all the other things. But don't you, don't you know, has it not been given to us in Scripture that everything is about the heart? As the heart thinketh, right? As the heart is thinking, you can check out that you find scriptures. So is the man. So is the person. And so when I look at the grace of God as having this specific divine influence focused on the heart, then it says everything to me. Because when my heart, when I allow my heart to be influenced by God's grace, then the product of the heart coming out as manifest to the world will be a gracious, gratifying, something everyone would desire to have around. Um, the place where people say, oh, no, it, it's, it's, it's just when you're around that person, it's, it's just something, it's just something. Listening to the tributes about uh, departed to glory, fourth president Arabi, about the, the, the air he carried around him. He was a man of peace everywhere he went. Every place he was, he, he, he joked. He, he, he caused people to just, you know, and, uh, uh, connect with him and connect with nature and, and connect at a place over, over, over. Yes, thank you. This is peaceful. Grace has touched someone's heart. Grace has touched someone's heart. What is the spiritual meaning, biblical meaning? Spiritual meaning. This is now about, about theology. In Christian theology, the spontaneous and unmerited gift. There it is. Like we know it. What is grace? Unmerited favor. Correct? This is where it is. This is where it is. This is where it is. Unlimited gift of the divine favor in the salvation of sinners and the divine influence operating in individuals for their regeneration and sanctification. Big terms, but very straightforward in meaning. Regeneration. Meaning, generation. That means something, create creation. Kariba North Bank. Um, uh, Livingstone uh, um, uh, power station. What are they doing? What is ESCO doing in all those places? Generating power. Generating. So when that generation for some reason stops, they have to get back to put it back everything so they can regenerate. Bring back 
bring back. So regeneration. We were married. Something happened. So there must be a regeneration. So grace plays a big role. We'll talk about how you obtain grace. Don't worry. We are getting there. And at the end, at the end, towards the end, we'll give you, we'll give you, we'll give us an opportunity to link, to get in and say, Lord, this is what I need. So get ready for that. Listen carefully to what the Spirit of the Lord says this morning. There is no life outside grace for all. Rain comes down on a Christian's farm and a non-Christian's farm. Oh, because God is gracious. Because God is gracious and merited. If it was by who you are, how your standing in the Lord looks like, you would walk in the farm in the farm areas and you discover, ah, along the border, this side is wet, this side is dry. Because God is able to do that. God is able to do that. How do you think the Jericho walls went down? Just the walls, the perimeter. Nothing else. There were no other sinkholes anywhere else. God created the sinkholes just where the, the walls were standing after the seventh going around and blasting it out to the Lord. Choir, blasting it out to the Lord. There are things that happen. So what are we saying? It is not because of anything, uh, because of the because you are an early farmer, you had all your input ready in time and all that. You put in your seed. You don't even know how it germinates. You don't know how it germinates. The rain, or you can plug in, sink the poor holes and everything and put the pivot and, and put the, the, what? The, the central pivot. <laughs> and it, it will, it will rain everything and you put your seed. If God wanted, you will say, okay, go for it. You allow the water to run and everything, but not make the seed germinate. God can angazi make archa. He's able. He can do that. Angazi make It's just one button. Remote, in fact. Doesn't even, go, doesn't even get there. Remote. But just where he sits. The whole screen is just there. But by the grace of God, he lets it germinate. Hallelujah. So there's a, a regeneration. This grace of God comes for us to be regenerated and be sanctified. Sanctification. Just a process. A process. A process of being made holy. A process of being are made separate. And when you've been separated, friends, 
we must cherish this. We must understand the fact that when we have been regenerated and are being sanctified, that we are different. So we cannot run business like everyone runs it because we are different. Oh. Totally different. So we, we cannot live like everyone else because we are different. D, what's God's grace? Undeserved love and favor of God. Grace, which comes from the Greek New Testament word charis, is God's unmerited favor. Another, another word there, favor. There are now how many? Three words. It is kindness from God that we don't deserve. There is nothing we have done, nor can ever do to earn this favor. All we need to do is sit in a place like this today and uh, hear what the Spirit of God is saying and simply elect and say, Yes, Lord, I need your grace. And when we do that, the process of regeneration begins. Regeneration and sanctification. Making us new. If you are new already, making us newer. Making us Newer, newer in what sense? Newer in understanding. So we, we can move on to another level of operating in the presence of God, operating in the communities where we live. When we sit in the place like this, when you come, and by the way, you're waking up from sleep. No one knows where the burden for waking up is. Correct? It's God. He wakes us up. He also gives sleep. In fact, he gives better sleep to those he loves. That's scripture. And, and so, oh, 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 yeah, what's the time? No, he woke you right on time. So if you need to get ready and get ready, and because we are people of many things, Oh, time flies. Ah, time flies. Oh, are you, are you not the one who is flying around many things? We are late, we are late. Let's go. So we, and God grants us grace to come by way, whatever way. By walking, by riding, by whatever. Flying, by whatever. 
God grant grace to us to do that. As we can bring this to just remind us this morning and help someone to connect or reconnect, I implore you, to, to listen carefully. And as the Spirit of God is speaking to you, I know he does that much more than what the preacher is saying. Because God has your best interest at heart. So he speaks to each one of us. The one voice coming out from here, the interpretation and the, 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 the meanings and, and, and the, the nuggets are crafted for individual picking and taking away. So we cannot do anything to deserve God's grace, God's unmerited favor. There is nothing. It is all from God. So what does God say about grace? That God's grace flows from the essence of his being. God's grace flows from uh, the throne room, from uh, the, the, the person of God. Person is not in the right term there. From the essence, that's why the writing here, it's the essence of his being. The Lord, the Lord. God, merciful and gracious, slow to anger, and abounding in steadfast love and faithfulness. Whoa! That's, that's our package. Moses was like, God, show me, show us, who are you? Show us, show, show us, who, who are you? May you go with us, unless you go with us, it, it doesn't happen. And he said, yes, yes. I am the Lord, the Lord. I am God. I am merciful. I am gracious, slow to anger. So can you imagine when God is about to wipe out the whole world and find Noah? What happened to this slow to anger? The sense I had feared. The scene had filled. He had waited, he had waited, he had waited, he had waited. He had thrown out, thrown in, gave them people chances to turn and to live differently, but they would not take it. But they would not take it. You don't want to walk out of this place having not righted the wrongs you know are wrongs. Because God is waiting, like he waited that time. But yes, God waits. But everything has its season and period. He will wait and wait. Like presently, God is waiting 
for people to hear his word. After us, the evangelist, Elder Bynes, have preached the word. The teachers have taught the word. And the people have been discipled. Then God said, then when I look and say, it's done, that season is done, then he is coming back. Then he's going to come and it's a game over. Will everybody be where God wants? No, no, just like in our time. Some people will will choose to say, ah, no, it's so chubby. You know what? You want to be, you, 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 the, the loss, the loss is too much. Because this world, there is nothing here. There is literally nothing. Because everything we have, if it is coming out of earth, it's decayed principally because it's a fallen world. So though it may look like it's, oh, and they take you, oh, come and see this other room. And you've, you've, you've watched the uh, home makeover and, and you're like, wow, this is how my, my place has become. It has changed totally, but all that compared to the mansion, the place that Jesus is going to prepare, there's no thread of comparison. So you can't be comfortable. I urge you today, whether you feel like, okay, I just want to run to God, or everything is opposing you to run to God, just get up and say, I am doing this. And say to the Lord, even if I don't feel, even if I have no goosebumps, even if I have no sensation, even if what the preacher is saying is not really adding up and making sense, but the fact that I'm in this house and there's an opportunity to turn around, to receive your grace, Lord, I am up and I want to receive that grace. Just do that. Just do that. Just do that. You will notice the difference. Not today. Maybe tomorrow. Maybe several months down the road, you will come to the understanding and say, oh, I'm glad I did what I did on that day, um, March 20th, 2022. Praise the Lord, somebody. Because the Lord, though he, he waits, we are, we, are, we are living in a seasoned time. So season, while you, while you still want to go on, the season may, 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 may expire. Seasons do expire. I like one song, I don't know, I mean, I've, I've, I've listened to that song, what movie Wandi Lekele here. All right? 
umuvili wandilegele ya kanchi yanda kusobana so what is that is this this person is complaining excuse me he's complaining he's saying look my body you know inside everything that i nifuna kuchiliza all right but you body are now have now become a restraint because and he's he's he is also looking back at the same time because he 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 certain things he used to do then he cannot do them now because this body has changed this body is do change because this body are only wired and programmed to 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 start climb 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 and reach a certain place um uh, stay there stay there and then begin to go down because maker designed it like that because maker designed it like that so my friends my friends we are in this season and i implore you and beg you if you are here we are in this season while we can decide and move our body move move come to god it is not sitting in the church and say well today god has put another tick on my being in his house it is not about being in the house of god it's not even about oh the pastor saw me uh-uh. <laughs> it's not even that it's okay to come and say oh pastor oh yeah yeah oh long time ah yeah you know i'd gone blah blah we are bad oh great it's that's all good but that doesn't really add to a lot to your account in heaven until and unless you have captured and received this unmerited favor of god then everything else you do just adds on that by 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 grace by grace what is grace in a in a person what is grace in a person grace commonly refers to a smooth and pleasing way of moving <laughs> yeah I, li- i liked this when i was when i was preparing this i was like yeah yeah a smooth and pleasing way of moving you 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 you've seen people that move graciously correct not that move bumpy bumpy Not that not that move that bishop talks about all the time kufiliafie <laughs> there's a gracious way of moving and you and you can see it and you can you can you can tell it's calculated you can tell it's a, it's a designed you can tell it's a, it's it's something that has been developed carefully you can tell it's also while well, it is that it's also a polite and thoughtful way 
of behaving. So this morning, the polite and thoughtful way of behaving in the house of God is to choose, to elect, to allow God's grace to pour into our hearts. That's, that's the thoughtful thing to do this morning. The polite and thoughtful way of behaving. Because when we start, when we've received grace, the grace of God, what did, what did he say? Merciful. He makes us, we can also be merciful when we're full of the grace of God. Gracious, the Lord is gracious. We can also be gracious. Slow to anger, we can be slow to anger. Confused, Kaja. Kaja's polega fast. Bah! Ah, easy, 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 easy. This thing can be corrected. So the grace of God will, will get us abounding in a steadfast love. Not today, I love you. Tomorrow, each church. Grace will lead us in the place that glorifies God and, uh, and, and uh, the, the faithfulness that accompanies our, our thoughtful behavior um, uh, comes along because we have allowed God to lift us, to get us to one more level. One more level. So a divine influence operating in individuals for regeneration and sanctification. Goes back again. Romans 10, 9. Um, take us there. If you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Hallelujah. That is regeneration there. So it's just there. Regeneration begins right there by our declaration. That's what lies to us. Don't sit. Don't just keep quiet. We heard last Sunday. We heard last Sunday. Declare it. Say what it is. Say what it is. Not silent. 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 Uh-uh. Not Kuchita for America. Walala phone. Silent. Silent. Uh-uh. Declare it. That's what the scripture is saying. Use. Powerful stuff. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. Give you another hand today. Don't keep quiet. Don't get stuck to your seat. When you need to step up, step up, step up. And it is not about... If you, are, if, you are, if you must be the only one stepping out this morning, do that. Do that. 
don't worry about your next door neighbor. After all, half the face is covered, so just, just, just step, 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 step out. Acts 4, 12, the name of Jesus, no other name given under earth, under heaven, but the name of Jesus. Salvation is found in no else, no one else, for there is no other name under heaven given to mankind by which we must be, but the name of Jesus. So when, when we say, come for salvation, for this regeneration, that's what we mean, coming to Jesus, coming to, to regenerate, coming to regenerate. Take time to go read the other two, Titus and John. Mercy is God not pushed, punishing us as our sins deserve. Grace is God blessing us in spite of our unworthiness. Favor is the tangible evidence that a person has the approval of the Lord. Ah! The birth of Jesus was, was, a, was a, a part of it was like, the story around it was that the angel comes and finds Mary and the salutation, Mary, you have found, you have found favor. You have found Favor, like no found favor, you found favor. What, what has happened? What is that? God approves. God has approved. God is happy to bring you in and make you a part of his program. That's favor. But where is it coming? There's, there's mercy, there's grace, there's favor. So this is a whole, this is one package. When we operate and allow the grace of God in our lives, we will be merciful to the people that want to be merciful. And when we live life full of, of the grace of God, favor, 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 you, you won't need to call for it. You'll be busy doing what you are doing wherever you are, and suddenly it's boom. Presence of God. And then it says, there's something to be done. God is pleased. And it is you in the program. Mary, what? What's this? Yes, yes, yes. Jesus is on his way. And you are to play a role in this great drama. You are going to take one of the central roles in getting this whole act happening. Me, me, yes, you. Yes, you. All that by the grace of God. By the grace of God. What are examples of God's grace? God shows us grace when, we, when, when he answers our prayers and works in our lives. Some people have said, you... Oh, you, you came to church? Yes, you came. Huh? Did someone invite uh, just, I just got up and, and said to come to church. God has just brought you in. There's something that you need to receive from him. 
You can't come to church just like it's just you coming to spend time here. No, no, no. Every time we come in the presence of God, every time we come in the house of the Lord, every time we come, we come to sit in his presence, Penjani, there is something that God wants to, 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 to give to us. There's, there's always an exchange, an exchange my weakness for his strength. Hallelujah. There's an exchange, always an exchange, taking away what should not be, giving me what I need to go forward, what I need to mount up with wings, what I need to do more, what I need to grow up exponential, what I need to move on, what I need to practice mercy. What I, every time we're in the presence of God, this must be an exchange, it's an exchange. For three things, salvation, Waking out, wake out your salvation with fear and trembling. You cannot, you cannot wake that just on your own, friend. You need the unmerited favor of God to be able to wake out every, every with fear and trembling, victorious living. You can, we cannot, we cannot, we cannot cook that and save it. And this, this is victorious just on our own. On our own, we can do nothing. We need God every time. And he is here. He is always with us. And he, he says, if we will open, he will move you to the, to the next. What's the next level? What's the next rank? Where are you herded? What's your next job? Let me dare to say, your next promotion is waiting for your grace levels to increase. Your grace levels to increase so that when that promotion comes, you can operate and run in that, in that next portfolio. So it's not always, oh, I did that course and, I, and, I, and I've done that thing and the other time they left me acting. But this is now, two years I've been doing this thing and, and, and the letter is not coming. It's not always outside. It is probably here. The levels of grace. The levels of grace. The levels of grace. So that when you get to that powerful next position or appointment, you can be gracious in operating there. You can be merciful in operating there. You, you can have a love to carry the people that are, that are, because when you go higher, you have responsibility over more people now. So you, you, you need that, that, that grace for that. So this morning, we're not just talking about grace for regeneration. We're also talking about grace for, for living, for operating what you operate, for grace, grace for, for you to be the, the man you ought to be. Ah. 
ability to resist sin. The thing that sometimes so easily when you are even afraid. Oh, it's that time again. Oh, no. It's that time again. Struggle with this. Oh, let the levels of grace fill up. Let him pour more grace, more grace. I was reading on one of the platforms today. More grace to you, more grace to you. Senior elder, more grace to you, more grace to you. More grace to you, more grace to you. Yes, it is more grace. We need more grace all the time. We need more grace. We need more grace to live our life there. By the sufficiency of God's grace, Israel was freed from Egyptian bondage. Show us that Deuteronomy 26 verse 8. By the sufficiency of God's grace, so the Lord brought us out of Egypt. You know the story in Deuteronomy? Deuteronomy sums up everything that happened to Israel. Okay, Moses is summing up. He's retailing the whole thing that they have experienced just before they cross over into the promised land. So the Lord brought us out. It's, a, it's, a, it's in the past. It has happened already. But it's good to remember to tell the stories, to read them again, again, and read them again uh, with a mighty hand and an outstretched arm with great terror and with signs and wonders. Come on, that thing is loaded with power. Can you see that? So Israel came out with that much power. Are you stuck somewhere? Have things not worked for any reason at all? There is a, a power in the grace of God to power out whatever it is. God is ready to have you engage. And when you step on it, it will jump and go forward. So Israel came out of bondage. And then God is talking to Jeremiah in some place and he's saying, is there anything too hard for me? Mm -mm, nothing, nothing. And Luke 1, 37, nothing, nothing. Nothing is impossible with God. Nothing, nothing. What challenges are before you? I'm talking about challenges. This is how we close. We will look at three, 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 three cases. For with God, nothing shall be impossible. If you will say, yes, Lord, I need to receive your grace. Yeah, let's talk about, let's talk about, catch me. Let's talk about challenges. Yes, let's go to the next, to the first one of those three areas. Work ministry, the case of Paul. When you are faced with challenges, and there are things going on. The case of Paul, how have you handled disappointments and successes? Just disappointment. When we talk challenges, sometimes we think it's only difficulty things that bring challenges, but even success. I think it's, it's, a, it's a, 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 a song 
I think by Chipoma, about this gentleman saying to the Lord, Nifunako, Jigon Brian, you are here. Nifunako Manakazi. Nifunako Patila. Nifunako na farm. Nifunako na farm. When you give me all this, I, I, I need a wife and I need a farm, Lord. I need you to bless me. And if you give me all these things, I'll give the tithe. I'll do good. I'll do the things that you require me to do. But until you've received God's grace, those things, those could just be words. And Mulungwatu ni Mulungwachi Fundo, the song goes. And this man receives a, a beautiful wife. And children come. And there's a farm. And the farm is productive. But you know what? The next time you meet them, oh, sir, oh, oh we have not seen you in a, in, in some, for, for some time at church. Response, Busy manning, Masikuaga. Kufam, Kufam. Why you are a buanji? 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 You meet them later after God has blessed them success. We can fail to handle success. We don't allow God's grace in our lives like we, we should. So it's work-related. What has happened? Is it family-related? The case of Joseph. Joseph, not Joseph in Egypt. Joseph, the husband-to-be for Mary. Joseph. You know the issues about Joseph? This, in this moment, everything is going nice and it's good. And you're like, oh, yeah, the countdown is on. Sharon and Mapar were here. The countdown is on. And the Holy Spirit comes, and the angel comes and announces what he announced. Jesus is on his way. And Jesus says, no, come on, Mary. What is this? And because he was a righteous man, the Bible says, he wanted to secretly just lay, him, lay her off. Maybe go find someone else elsewhere. Challenge, family, issues. How have you handled them? We blow away sometimes. I don't want to see you in my house anymore because you did this and you've done that. You, I, I don't like the way you behave and all that. How have we handled challenges? But the case of Joseph, righteous, he allowed God's grace in his life. He wanted to just get get Mary off the line and just let her be without having to stone her. But God, because he saw that, he saw that and he had obtained favor. Something I ran into preparing this, God found Joseph to be material to raise his son, Jesus. 
So God sends an angel to Joseph to tell him, Sir, no, 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 no. It is well. Take Mary, your wife. God has just entrusted to you a responsibility no other man anywhere else now and in the future will ever have to raise Jesus, the Son of God, as your own son. So sometimes what do you feel like pain and difficulty and heavy challenge? You just want to find a way out. No, 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 no. Step a moment. Ask God, what is this? He will explain. You may just discover is a responsibility tied to that. And when you come out and you are doing it the way Joseph did it, everywhere you went, you are the beloved of God. All right. Oh, let's finish this. Let's get out. Number three, <laughs> destiny. How about destiny? Your destiny, the case of Israel. We've already seen it. The case of Israel, destiny. Egypt, what did Egypt want? Slaves forever. Pharaoh didn't want them to go until they had to take the mighty hand of God. Simply put, your destiny, if you allow God, no one can change it. No one can change it. Ezekiel eleven seventeen, show us that. Therefore, this is what the sovereign Lord says. The body, Ezekiel eleven seventeen. Therefore says this. Is, therefore say, mm -hmm. God is saying to Ezekiel, say this. This is what the sovereign Lord said. I will gather you from the nations and bring you back from the countries where you have been scattered and I will give you back the land of Israel again. United Nations, 1947, Dr. Malama. <laughs> Israel, not a province of Palestine, a state. Gathered from everywhere after 2,000 years of being scattered everywhere across the nations. God has not forgotten the promise is made over your life. Please stand. Please stand. Choir, come. Let's close this.